0: I see a bunch of stragglers there who are about 70 years old and older. They were partying hard last night, I imagine, so we'll wait for them to come in. (laughs) Well, glad that you're here. And happy new year, and um, maybe all of you are those who weren't out late last night, so if, you know, we're going to write you all down on a list, and next year we'll make sure you get an invitation somewhere. How does that sound? <laughs> I did say, I did ask, I, I wonder, um, you know, why are we expecting today to be small, correctly? And, um, and I thought, because, you know, I, we're all kind of old that are here this morning, I figured the average age would be about mine. And it looks like it is, except, you know, a couple of people are bringing it down. (laughs) The Dick sisters, thank you very much. And uh, a few people are bringing it way up. Thanks, Don, for being here. (laughs) And, um... A happy new year to all of you, though, glad that we can all be here. I did look, um, Lori was asking today as we started, she said, I wonder when was the last time this happened, New Year's on a Sunday, and I didn't know, but I did look forward to when it's going to happen again, and it won't be till 2034, and so Leroy said, I guess I won't be leading singing, and so <laughs> I, I imagine, and I don't think I'll be up here either, so, uh, so anyway, that's a long ways away but glad you're here for this rare occurrence for a morning like this that we can be together i i hope your time of christmas with family and friends was um, both fun and full of meaning in all the things that you did um simply quickly regarding the life of the congregation noting that sisters of grace they haven't met now during christmas they're always at nine o'clock women's group before worship so if you're interested in that that's beginning again next sunday Um, children's church and i was sure there would be lots of children here this morning and they're not But anyway, um, just for anybody who might be um, uh, listening, that's starting again on January the 15th is when there'll be Children's Church starting again. And there's a young adult retreat for all of you young adults out there this morning too. I'm maybe just letting us older people know that those are happening. It's uh, on January the 14th, Kyle's going to be leading that. So as the new year begins, so do a lot of other things. And as we begin, the Spirit of God invites us to worship the Creator in this place which dwells in Treaty 1 territory the ancestral lands of the Métis Nation, the Dakota, the Cree, the Oji-Cree, the Diné, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinabe. So let's worship together.
1: Why don't you stand with us for our first song, Longing for Light.
2: Longing for light Don't we wait, wait in, in darkness. Longing for truth,
1: truth
2: we turn to you make us so Lord has power to save us, make us, make us your, your living voice. Christ be your light. Shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be your light.
0: will be on the screen. Sing and shout, how great is our God. The heavens praise your name, the earth proclaims your glory.
2: How beautiful are the feet on the mountain of those who bring good news.
0: Great is your peace and great are your promises. Your
2: good news brings comfort to my soul. In my heart, a
0: new song present. Sing hallelujah. Our God reigns. Let's pray together as we begin. Lord, today, the beginning of another year, we come. Meet us as we meet you and each other here in this place this morning. Take all that we do and all that we say and all that we think and wonder about and speak to us as we need it, together and individually, in Christ. Amen.
1: The star of Bethlehem, number 275.
0: to do a prayer of examen uh, here in worship, and that's looking at the week that has gone by and the things that have happened. Given that it's New Year's Day, I think that we can do that in relation to the year gone by. Now, that could seem like a lot to look at and look back at maybe, but maybe not if we try to zero in on one part of the year that has passed. So we're going to pray and we'll try to zero in simply first with confession and then with praise. So after that, we're going to pray together with something that again will be on the screen. So I'll ask you to close your eyes now and let's do an examen regarding the year that's passed. In the presence of God who's among us and whom we are with and all of us gathered here, recollect the year gone by. Places you've spent it, volunteering, working, at home, at school. Consider all that which has happened. There might not be anything too specific, and yet I don't know all of your stories, so there might be. So let your mind go and think on the year that has just passed. In all that you've experienced, consider an event or some events which have made you very sad. Suffering, tragedy, struggle, those things which have been very difficult in the year that's gone by. In all that you've experienced, consider that which you've possibly done, which has brought sadness, might have been anger or bitterness, words which should not have been spoken or which were spoken badly, judgment against other people or condemnation, sin which has been destructive, um, not bringing life to you or the relationships that you are in. And now, and yet, in all that you've experienced, consider that which has brought you joy, that which others have done for you, that which you've seen and has been given, that which you would consider gifts from God this past year, that for which you can easily be thankful and grateful. Let's both lament and praise God together, thanking God for forgiveness and the joy of all that has been given to us. We'll use the words that will be on the screen to do that. In crimson clothing you came, bringing the year of redemption. God has not forgotten you. Lord, your compassion and kindness are for us, even in our distress.
2: Even suffering.
0: You have become fully human. You call us brothers and sisters. You, Lord, will gather your people again for the day of redemption.
2: Let our repentance be glory, let our praises be joy. Amen. Souls at last. We're...
0: Someone that I knew in the church where we were in Saskatchewan used to say that I sometimes would hide behind my guitar. Um, he wasn't really accurate because when I am behind my guitar, I'm not hiding, I'm actually sticking out far too much. But um, it's going to come into play for all of us later on. Story of the Magi. <clears throat> After Jesus had been born in Bethlehem in the region of Syria, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the one who's been born, the king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it arose, and, and we've come to worship him. When Herod greatly disturbed and Jerusalem with him. And when he'd called together the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, Well, where was or where is the Messiah to be born? In Bethlehem, Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet has written. You, Bethlehem, in the region of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. So Herod called the Magi secretly to find out from them the exact time that the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and make a careful search for the child. And when you have found him, come back and tell me, so that I too may go and worship him. So when they had heard the king, the magi went on their way, and the star that they had seen when it arose went ahead of them until it stopped above the place where the child was. And when they saw this, they were overjoyed, and entering the house, they saw the child and his mother, and they bowed down and worshipped, and then they opened their treasures, and they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned home by a different route. And then, as soon as they were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream at night, saying, Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt until I tell you, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother at night, and went to Egypt until Herod had passed away. All this to fulfill what the prophet had written, that out of Egypt I called my son. Well, when Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders that, to kill all children in Bethlehem and vicinity, all boys two years old and under, in accordance with the time that he had discerned from the Magi. So was fulfilled what was written by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping, great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod passed away, an angel of the Lord again appeared to Joseph and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to harm the children are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that the son of Herod was reigning in Judea in place of his father, he was afraid to go there. So, having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the region of Galilee and lived in a town called Nazareth. So it was written that the prophet said, He will be called a Nazarene. The Journey of the Magi by T.S. Eliot. A cold coming we had of it. Just the worst time of year. For a journey, and such a long journey the ways deep and the weather sharp, the very dead of winter. And the camels, galled, sore-footed, lying down in the melting snow. The camel men, cursing and grumbling, the night fires going out, the lack of shelters, the cities hostile and the towns unfriendly, the villages dirty, charging high prices. A hard time we had of it. At the end... We just preferred to travel all night, sleeping in snatches, with the voices ringing in our ears saying that this was all folly. Yet, one dawn, we came down to a temperate valley, wet below the snow line, smelling of vegetation, with a running stream and a watermill beating the darkness. We came to a tavern with vine leaves over the lintel, But there was no information there, and so we continued and arrived at evening, not a moment too soon, finding the place. It was, you may say, satisfactory. All this was a long time ago, I remember. And I would do it again, but set down, this set down, this. Were we led all that way for birth or death? There was a birth, certainly. We had evidence and no doubt. I had seen birth and death, but had thought that they were different. But no, this birth was hard and bitter agony for us, like death, like our death, because we returned to our places these kingdoms of ours, no longer at ease here in the old with an alien people clutching their gods. I should be glad of returning. I should be glad of another death. (coughs) A long way to go. The Christmas story tells us of long journeys made by the Magi, who came to Jesus' house from the east, Mary and Joseph, Herod, who represents power, power through the ages, and God, who's the catalyst and center of all that has been happening, is happening, and will. These are stories of faith in the long run. In the end, our own stories of faith in our world, both historically and current, are long as well, and I'd like to leave us with that thought as we enter the new year. And, and this is where my guitar comes in, you're going to help me with that kind of thing by doing a bit of a sing-along with me this morning, a song called A Long Way to Go. It's a song sung by Carolyn Arends. It has a repetitive line being, what a long way to go. So we're going to sing it together so that having forgotten this sermon, or never really having heard it because your head's in a fog because you were up late last night, you're going to remember this just one line, that it's always been, and always is, and always will be, a long way to go. I'll get Tim to put it up there. And I'm going to try and pretend that I'm in my living room, where I play much more easily and with much more of a smile on my face than I do here, But I think we're going to do it. And what I'm going to ask you is every time we come to the bold italicized, you're going to sing What a Long Way to Go. So I'm going to practice it with you once first. Mm. Mm. What a long way to go. Can you do that for me? What a long way to go. No skipping out. You've got to join me in this. Caesar. Oops, I better get my music on here before I try to do that, or it will be a long way to go. <laughs> oh, when Caesar's wish was
3: their command, All of you. what a long way to go, census down in Bethlehem, what a long way to go gracious, have mercy. So many miles for poor Mary, she was so far along that had to be. Such a long way to go, such a long way to go.
0: Some of our current journeys and those which we're going to come to in the new year are given to us, those which we do not control, like passengers stuck in airports this Christmas. Some of you not even making it on your holidays, so you have to be here with me this morning or as well sit at some place warm. What we do control, though, is who and how we're going to be in them, how our lives with God determine who we are in our stories. It was a long way to go to Bethlehem when Mary was ready to have a child. Obviously it would seem you don't want to travel far from home when you are in your last weeks of pregnancy, unless I guess you don't have options. Caesar's wish, the empire's control, apparently gave them precious little freedom to choose and they had to make a long journey to Bethlehem. But there was another journey that they were on. If you were here on Christmas Eve, you would have heard readings which gave a little more realism to the story. An indication of just how far Mary and Joseph had to go in terms of their own lives and the culture, the world that they lived in. Mary, she was pregnant, engaged to a man to be married who was not the father. No wonder in the Luke story she hurried to her cousin Elizabeth's house as soon as she heard the news, disappearing for three months. Really? Her betrothed would believe her wild story if she was just asked to just tell the truth. Hidden? Away from home, she's wondering what to do, what to say, what to do in this really ridiculous situation. Joseph, of course, he was not going to marry a woman to whom he was engaged, but who suddenly appears pregnant with a child that he knew was not his. She'd been with someone else, making a mockery of him and their engagement. To change the course of a decision to end it and save himself the indignity, embarrassment, would have taken a miracle, or an angel. Mary and Joseph together, up against a community that would have been talking when the pregnancy became evident. When things were not as they should be, they would have condemned and isolated Mary, while applauding and even enforcing Joseph's initial decision because that's just how it's done. It's a slippery slope when deviance is condoned after all, isn't it? So Mary ran away and Joseph was going to do the right thing. But then, Mary came back and Joseph did the wrong thing, both turning towards God and each other, living the long and tough way, all that would have come from facing family and community with such an implausible story. Faith in God motivated who they would be, what they would do in the long journey that they were on. As we enter the new year, what are our long journeys which have been thrust upon us, or might be as we go into the year? Figuratively long, tough, challenging, maybe controversial. They might be with family, they might be in relationships, the places where we spend our days, work, school. Particularly, how is your faith in God going to influence and determine who you are and how you live that journey that you are on. One you're given, not one that you've chosen.
3: Eastern magi on a quest, such a long way to go. Star was shining way out west, What a long way to go. Well, goodness gracious, man alive. I'm telling you, those kings had drive. It was two whole years till they finally arrived. Such a long way to go. Such a long way
0: to go. There are other journeys in which we are going to have some say. The choice to live a faith journey in relation to what's going on around us. Others, near and far, God's creation, all of our situations. The Magi were on a journey that they had chosen. The whole point of setting out was to worship, to worship a new king, a king of a people not even their own, a truly chosen journey. They were, after all, foreigners. They were not part of a Jewish family, not those waiting, the long-expected Messiah. Astrologers to boot, right up there with magicians and sorcerers, likely contravening Jewish belief, orthodoxy. They were other than. So Mary might have been a bit surprised that they were showing up at her house, not only even because they came to worship, but they were going to worship her kid, but also because of who they were. And that's one of the points of the story here. Jesus would be king for everyone. All peoples would worship Christ, not just the Jews. Now that might have been a stretch, a long journey for all of them. It's often a stretch for us, isn't it? Seeing those that we don't expect, maybe, wondering about faith and Jesus and church and life. It's assumed that the Magi had a long journey from the east. They did, after all, not travel by air although that would have made a current journey these days even longer as well, probably, let alone a vehicle or a bus or a car. It was a slow, deliberate, planned and stocked journey, a long one that they were prepared to make and wanted to make. We have journeys that we choose. It's New Year's Day, and often that's resolution time, and I don't know if you make those or not. I don't bother anymore. One of them, for example, and I always like this one, is everybody decides to get in shape on January the first maybe to get rid of the chocolate of December 25th I remember Phil Campbell Lentz who some of you know he used to be the pastor here he was a gym rat he was there year after year after year in the gym and he used to say that the resolutions got people into the gym right Monday Tuesday this week right it lasted about a month and then it was gone easy come easy go our faith journeys not our journeys to get fit but our faith journeys are chosen as well Who we will be, what we will do, how we will choose to move closer to God and others. Those we know and those far away. They are long walks. And once we enter them, we'll realize just how long those journeys can be. Journeys of relationship building, justice making, knowing God. They call for determined and constant movement in a direction. Long-term interest, and involvement, and financial commitment are central and, and crucial and necessary, whatever words you'd like to use to describe their importance. As such, they're not even only our journeys. We're here, but these are journeys that we pass on to our kids and in this community of faith, so that the beat goes on and on and on, even after we're gone. As we enter a new year, I hope we develop eyes to see the length of our journeys, and then the patience and stamina that's needed to continue on those long journeys of faith that we have chosen, particularly because our faith lived out in our chosen journeys and who we will be in those unchosen are not without very powerful resistance. Mary and Joseph, they were at the behest of the decrees of a dominating empire and Caesar. They later had to run for their lives because of the action of Herod, the puppet king of that empire whose power is threatened. Threatened power lashes out destructively and viciously. Today, just like 2,000 years ago and years before that, all we have to do is read the news. It's a long journey of pain that our world lives in. It goes on. It breaks us. It can break us. It can break our faith. The magi also became enmeshed in that which power wants, that being to eliminate all that gets in the way of its influence and all that it wants to accomplish. The magi did not even realize that as they met Herod. Only the voice of God later on made them aware of how they were going to be used in an evil plot. We are sometimes unaware of that which ensnares us. There is good power, yet there is a lot which isn't that which god hopes to give everyone can appear so good sometimes that it's not even noticed that sorry that which wants to take away from that which is god wants can be so easy sometimes to to let me try that again sometimes we do not see what's detrimental to life because it can appear so good that it's not even noticeable we sometimes float through life without enough curiosity about what actually is good and from god and what isn't our senses can be deadened to what is real life by that which we think is. The power of seduction, from following government and leaders uncritically, to advertising which convinces us of what we need and who we need to be, often because is what, is what makes it worthy and good. The power of seduction is its appearance as worthy and good, often because it says that it's for me and mine, which makes it good a wolf in sheep's clothing. Faith is not always a popular path when it gets in the way of life, as outside power wants it, nor is it always a popular path when it interferes with the power that I want to have life in my own way.
3: people say that love has limits people just don't know how far the love that came at christmas is prepared to go Helms of glory to bales of hay, what a long way to go, King of heaven, a tiny babe. what a long way to go, well, goodness gracious, glory be, God came down to you and me. From a throne to a manger, Calvary, such a long way to go, what a long way to go, what a long way to go. go.
0: And yet our chosen journeys are unchosen powerful resistance to them pushing against us, we are urged to live lives of faith by God who asks nothing more of us than that which God chose to do. We're not asked to be or do anything that God did not do first. That is one of the most profound aspects of our understanding of God as those who try to know and follow Jesus. God is not extricated from our journey. The long journey from heaven to earth From unchosen journeys to those chosen, opposed by power from the outside and even power from within to choose a different path was God's journey in Christ, one that God wanted to make. Some people say that love has limits, the song says, but people just don't know how far the love that came at Christmas is actually prepared to go. We don't enter the new year in our long journeys alone. God is with us. We've celebrated that at Christmas. Not with an aloof God either who sends us out on journeys that God has not already walked. God gives us all we need and urges us on as one who we know who has walked there before, as Steve Bell sings. We walking in the footsteps of Jesus, God among us who has gone before us. In an article in the Canadian Mennonite, Pastor Joanna Harider just writes about prophets. prophets, says, might speak hard truths, speak about the long, hard journeys of life and our lives of faith in them. But she says they also radiate hope and joy, believing deeply in redemption and restoration because they are deeply connected to the Redeemer, to the Restorer. Though few of us are prophets, we share with them And we can share with them a deep connection and relationship to the Redeemer, the Restorer, receiving God, the message of God and life with God that they preached and preach, a connection and relationship which will give us a picture of God's unbounded love, insight into God's ways and the journeys which they lead us on, and the desire and will, the strength and courage to live those journeys. Because of a firm belief that they, God's way, are what truly bring meaning and life, hope and joy to us and others, making those long journeys worth the trip. As we enter the new year and make these journeys together and individually, Emmanuel, God is with us, so let's go into the new year singing. Amen.
1: I'd like to thank Mal for suggesting this next song. It's a Bruce Col- Colburn song, if you can remember him. Uh, it's called "Early On One Christmas Morn." It's brand new to me and probably to some of you. So, why don't we learn it together? Some of us will be singing the verses up on the stage here, and you guys feel free to join us in the chorus. So bright star that led the-
0: Lord, we gather here as individuals. We gather together as your people in this community. We pray for those who are part of our congregation but cannot be here as easily as others, those in care homes today. Pray for Marie Dick, Shirley Joy, Linda Martins, and Christina Putz. We pray that you'll be with them in the places where they live, that they will find life and goodness in the relationships that they have in those places. We remember our world many places that we can read about where there is struggle and joy. There is a humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan and we pray for those who are suffering there. We pray for help for them. We pray for government, those who make decisions, praying that your justice will prevail so that help will be brought that is needed there. And we pray that we will have faith in you to make the long journeys this new year that you will ask of us and those that we are thrown into. We trust that you will give us all that we need to do that. Encouragement together as well as alone as we spend time with you and as we spend time with each other. Pray that the journeys will be good ones and that we will share them. They will be meaningful and encouraging to others around us. Thank you in Christ's name. Amen. We also every week um, now we have an um, offertory liturgy that we'd like to share. just like to pass on to you that we are thankful for how we work together, the many gifts that we share, as the liturgy expresses. Um, you've read in your bulletins in the last few weeks that um, again, as we come to the end of the year, we wonder if we'll make our budgets and, and all that's needed there, and we're thankful that um, we did. so we're thankful to God that all that we are given and thankful that uh, we share it together in those ways so let's um, let's Share the offertory liturgy together, and then we'll um, have our offer to- offertory. Lord, you abundantly lavish your love upon us. We are thankful for all we have been given. We want to respond by offering to you from what we have been given. Our name, the Spirit, fine. Accept our offering in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Would you stand for a closing song?
0: together before we go. O oh God, by the leading of a star, you revealed your only Son, in all his glory to the people of the earth.
2: manifestation of new life, you are Emmanuel, God with us.
0: Guide us into your presence, where we may see your glory face to face. For you are the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And as you go out into the new year, may you bear with you the mystery of Christ's birth, the long journeys which accompanied it, and your long journey which is part of God's story of restoration, which goes with us. Amen.